0: Toontown Public Works is not for kids, even though Sir Casey and I are childish cartoons.
1: We try our best to keep the show PG-13, but regardless, we do talk about a lot of adult content.
2: Stuff like weird sex things, and, um, and butts!
3: We also have a Patreon now, where we post things like bonus episodes and periodic newsletters about things that are interesting us at the moment. So, yeah, check that out, uh, if you're so inclined. Enjoy the show! The Toontown Historical Society presents Toontown Public Works, a program where three highly unqualified doofuses make a mockery of themselves in the name of preserving this great city's forgotten classics.
0: Welcome to Toontown Public Works, where we charge through the ink to find the hidden gems. I'm HT the raccoon.
1: I'm KC the dog. I'm Cirque the cat. Hello, it's good to see you Hello. all again.
0: Yeah, I know it's been five thousand years. Um, I also
1: haven't ever seen our audience. Yeah, that's Cirque. Cl- that's something we there. haven't told anyone. Is is clairvoyant?
0: Oh, when, yeah. That's when a... I
2: record. When I record this, I just sit back in my chair and I sort of like. My eyes roll up into my head, and I sort of just, like, sit there all white-eyed with a uh, look on my face.
1: Cirque has never remembered one of our recordings. <laughs> I don't even know if
0: he knows what a cartoon is anymore, honestly. Um...
2: <laughs> the, what we do at this show is we look at webcams of different things going on in the world. Sometimes it's in black and white because the webcams look bad, but sometimes it's in color, and those are those are really good.
1: I'm you know, kindly confused.
0: Uh, Cirque C- C- has a secret job as uh, in the NSA to watch over people uh, using the webcams. So, yeah. Cirque C-
1: C- is, C- C- is in all of your webcams. <laughs> oh, no. Not I'm crawling that. through the teeth. <laughs> I'm going I'm to
2: peer at you. Oh, Lord.
1: Anyway, P- this is a cartoon a podcast.
0: Yes, very much so. It is definitely that thing. Yeah. Uh, we, uh, basically watch cartoons that have fallen into the public domain or are otherwise easily accessible, tell you what we think about them, but we also, uh, uh, talk about cartoon news. So, uh, so the the thing that sucks about having a podcast in hiatus for, uh, like, uh, like, for, like, as long as we did is that a lot of stuff happens... <laughs> Like a lot of stuff happens. I
1: feel so. like even even not considering the hiatus, I feel like it's been a very news heavy month since That's the last one. That's fair.
0: Yeah, so. I, I think that. Uh, yeah. Um. Well. Uh I mean, I'm not really sure where to start. Okay, here's one to start. Mister Ratburn got married. He gay. Oh yeah, <laughs> gay rat marriage. Gay rat happens. wedding. Gay rat wedding. Gay, gay rat, rat wedding. Gay rat. Um, yeah, <laughs> it's gonna be impossible to sync that. <laughs> so, um, <laughs> uh, but yeah, uh, it's, it's uh, just a cute little thing. It's kind of a little, just a like, it's just sort of a warmer an appetizer of a topic, uh, just because uh. Friggin, uh, so, for the people who don't know, Arthur is still on the air. Um, (laughs) there's, I knew that was a thing, I knew it was still going, but, uh, a lot of people were, like, really confused on what, when this happened, uh, and, no, it literally happened just, like, a couple weeks ago, uh, Mr. Rap, there's a whole episode about Mr. Rapper getting married, and turns out the person he marries is a guy, and there you go. It, this, this very nice, uh, rat man who teaches class to a bunch of kids is actually a gay man, and he got a, he has a husband, and that's always nice. I like that. And there was a really cute video by uh, Mark Arthur. Uh, What's his name? The guy who made uh, uh, Arthur, uh, Mark Davis. Mark is it Mark Davis?
2: I don't know. Let me look this yeah. up real
0: quick. Well, uh, there's a really cute video about how he was, like, 100% for this, and he actually really liked that that PBS was, like, doing this. Uh, so, yeah, this is straight from the author's mouth. Uh, Mr. Ratburn is gay, so suck it, assholes. We got another one. (laughs) We got another one, folks. Here we go.
2: Wait, what the hell? Ziggy Marley did the, uh, did the, uh theme for arthur huh
0: i don't know yeah the the, the, huh yeah that's a very important role in cartooning
2: i guess but yes mark brown (laughs) you're not even gonna explain what he did (laughs) he did the theme yo he did... Oh,
0: the theme! I thought you said the thing. I'm sorry. Uh, like, you were being <laughs> completely undescriptive of what he actually did. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he did
1: the Arthur thing, you know. The Arthur, he did the Arthur know. thing.
0: Yeah. He
2: did the thing with those words.
0: Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, it's... Uh, it was just cute. That's that's. There's nothing really to say. It's just cute. I'm happy. I'm happy for it. I'm good. I, I think... This is good. Good stuff.
1: It's very wholesome. I'm very yes. happy about it.
0: Let's keep it oh, going.
2: Right. Yes. Yeah, so,
0: someone else. Go. 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 Unless, unless
2: whole. Okay. Unless wholesome news, Gendy Karakoski is making a show that's going to premiere on Net- on uh, Adult Swim called Primal. It is going to be, from the looks of it, from the trailer. A story about a caveman surviving in a primeval world, and it is going to be very, very bloody. I am very excited for it.
1: Yes. Should be good.
2: So... Uh, Hopefully, am I the only yeah. one here who saw the trailer for it?
1: I watched the yes. trailer for it. I haven't watched, oh. actually. He was the Samurai Jack guy, right? Yes, he was. I haven't actually watched, uh... Okay, so I had an English teacher in high school who was obsessed with Samurai Jack, and I he made us watch one episode in class, and it was super good. But that's all I ever watched, so I don't have a lot to, um, like I, I haven't did. done the homework to be excited for the new one. <laughs> that's fair.
2: He did also do like uh, Powerpuff Girls and like you know Dexter's Lab and stuff.
1: Okay, I've seen, I've seen, uh all of the good Dexter's Lab and most of the good Powerpuff Girls. So okay. Yeah, there you go. That's that's good. That's encouraging. Yes. Very good news. He also did the Hotel Transylvania movies, which were fine.
2: <laughs> They're okay.
0: They're okay. Uh yeah, I mean, getting Tranowski, I I love I love Dexter. I love Powerpuff Girls. I have not seen samurai jack more than like a couple episodes because it was during the phase of me not liking action cartoons too much um but yeah uh can't say i never got back
2: to it so hopefully it's good i hope you guys like it that's that's Uh, all i can really say from what what we've recorded over the past like year or so maybe are we coming up on two years now
0: i think we're getting close to two years
2: I seem to be the action boy on this uh, podcast, so let me just say from what he did with the final season of Samurai Jack, there's this one episode that takes place in a temple that is, oh boy, with with what he's done so far, like on that last season, there's going to be some very, very quality work in this. I'm super excited for this. Okay, yeah. I'm also not
0: a big thing of, like, cavemen and early man stuff, so I don't know. That's just me, too. That's just a me thing. Yeah.
1: That's
2: fair. Uh, I'll do
1: uh, I much prefer
0: dinosaurs.
1: I... <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. The TV show, The Dinosaurs? Yeah. <laughs> yes.
0: Clearly, as I'm always <laughs> quoting that TV You're show that I saw the maybe baby. Like, once when I was me.
2: four.
1: Yep. Anyway, Wait, what's the baby? Get, so, always the baby. We gotta love our raccoon baby. <laughs> yep. <laughs> uh. So remember how Hanna Barbera was going to do a cinematic universe? Uh oh. They're still they're still doing it. <laughs> oh. Right. Wow. Yeah. They're they're starting. Okay. So this is. Everything I'm about to tell you, uh, I I am I am the one on this podcast most fit to deliver this news. Everything I'm about to tell you is batshit crazy. Uh, so the first movie in the Hanna Barbera Cinematic Universe coming out uh, in May of 2020 is called Scoob, uh, and-, <laughs> <laughs> and we we saw the. We saw the first glimpse of the artwork, and I think I posted it in our group chat. And it looks really good. Oh yeah! Uh, but uh, but here's the here's the crazy thing. All right, so the voice cast. Uh, I'm oh, excited no. to go through this voice cast with you. Uh, starting off, uh, Frank Walker is Scooby Doo. Good start. Yeah. Um, all right. Fred Jones will be played by Zach Efron. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Daphne Blake will be uh, played by Amanda Safe, uh, Amanda Safe- Reed. Uh, okay. Velma Dinkley played by Gina Rodriguez. And Shaggy Rogers played by Will Forte.
3: What? Uh,
1: yeah, I don't know. Alright, here's, well, the, here's mean, the worst if, if, one If
0: there was a Matthew Lillard of the tw- this era It would be him So, Well, the um, Matthew
1: Lillard of this era is Matthew Lillard But they didn't well, want him, yeah. I guess They needed that star power uh, Yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, Alright, so this, this one sucks a lot So brace yourself Okay, uh, tell us words Tracy Morgan as Captain Caveman No Bad, uh... yes all right. Uh, no. Uh, here's here here it gets a little bit better. Ken Jeong as Dino Mutt. Who? <laughs> uh, Dino Mutt, Dog Wonder. Remember, I believe he no, was blue. No, look, who's the actor. Uh, Ken Jeong. Ken Jeong. Uh, you might know oh. him as uh, the Spanish professor from Community. Uh, he was in The Hangover. All he's a hangovers. he's a real life actual doctor, <laughs> like a medical oh, okay. doctor. Gotcha, uh, gotcha, he's, gotcha, he's a funny guy, yes. I like him. And he will be playing Dino okay. Mutt. Um Okay, that's good. All right, gets bad again. <laughs> Mark Wahlberg oh, no. as a blue falcon. <laughs> uh, what? No. Um and I'll uh, go with it,
2: whatever. I can do that. Yeah,
1: sure, like whatever. <laughs> uh and then someone named Jason Isaac playing Dick Dastardly, <laughs> who I think is the villain. <laughs>
0: okay i'm so confused right now like okay so this is one movie this is
1: one movie yes this is a movie called scoob and that is the cast
2: wait (laughs) hang on for a second hang on uh that's jason isaacs with an s right uh there's
1: an s in jason and two s's in isaacs
2: that's a lucius malfoy from harry potter Oh my oh. God! Really, <laughs>
1: it oh Dick my. Dastardly.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, he was also <laughs> in uh, Avatar: The Last Airbender, so at mm-hmm. least like he's got some voice acting credentials.
1: Yeah, I I can only okay. imagine if Dick Dastardly is in it, so is Muttley. Uh, but that's <sighs> so, all uh, to be seen. So,
0: like, okay. So this is like, okay, so it's uh, the Hanna-Barbera Cinematic user- Universe. This is like, if for the movie Iron Man, <laughs> mm-hmm. like, they they decided to, uh, like, like, also include Thor and, uh, like, Nebula, and then, I don't know, let's say The Mandarin, all in one single film at the same time. Or not the Mandarin. Let's go with. Let's go with. No, no, Red Skull. Red Skull. There you go. Uh, Like deciding just to put in random. Like just because the company owns them at this point, they still aren't in the same thing. Like you're. Do you do you know what you
1: do you know what else you could have said that about though? Ht, like almost all of the original Hanna Barbera cartoons. (laughs) like back in the day i mean they they did this a lot a lot like look, they I, they I, I i know it's a th- Thing they did a
0: lot. Mm-hmm. It's not. I'm not saying that they can't have a crossover. I'm just saying that if you're gonna make a Scooby Doo movie, that's gonna be part of a larger cinematic universe. Maybe make a Scooby Doo movie and not one that also has the Blue Falcon and Captain Caveman and Dick Dastardly. Like just decided yeah, to no, just <laughs> throw them all in there. Like make a wacky Racist movie. Make a. I don't know. I guess make a Captain Caveman. Oh, Who
1: please, please do though. Please make a real wacky races movie. Maybe, maybe what happened is they saw the failures of the other cinematic universes that tried to follow in the footsteps of uh of like Marvel and they were like, you know what? Odds are we're only going to have one, so let's just make one movie the whole universe. <laughs> here's
2: here's here's what I want to have happen. Here's what I want the internet to do. I want them to make that I want to make I want them to make that picture from the universal dark universe or whatever it was called with all the actors just standing like next to each other just have that with the cartoon characters
1: (laughs) that would yeah stone (laughs) faces uh
0: i don't know that's that's a lot to process i'm gonna be perfectly honest like i don't know how they could possibly pull that off uh who's making the picture
1: uh someone named uh Tony Cervone, who Mm -hmm. is so uh, under-known that his Wikipedia page is shared with someone named Spiked Brandt, who is not being, directing the film, (laughs) I don't think. If you click Um, on his name, it goes to Spike Brandt and Tony Cervone. Uh, Their filmography includes, uh, let's see. Oh, it looks like, it looks like they, ooh, they worked on a lot of actual, like, cartoons it looks like they okay they directed uh not good ones all the time unfortunately they did like the tom and jerry Willy wonka stuff which is it, not very encouraging mm-hmm. uh but uh yeah. it, the studio is uh warner animation i guess
0: oh okay warner animation group the the lego movie folks okay
1: so Um, i don't know like i'm i'm not i'm not ready to say this is going to be a bad movie yet uh i i just find i just find the details of it extremely wild um yeah what
2: you've mentioned to us it doesn't it sounds like they're at least going in the right direction
1: yeah well they're they are they are as ambitious as scooby-doo has been recently (laughs) which uh i guess yeah, so well, worst worst case scenario I think it be sorry, you can't get more ambitious
0: than like the crossover with the supernatural folks. So. Oh no,
1: and they and the they worked like this director worked on that episode too.
0: Uh Oh, okay. There yeah,
1: I I think that uh I think that uh I don't know. I one of the one of the things I love about Scooby Doo is it's just an example of a franchise that has gone completely off the rails. Like it it is out of control. <laughs> and that's why that's part of why I talk about it so much. That's part of what I find so charming about it is it's just become absolutely batshit <laughs> insane. Uh so yeah that's yeah, scoob that's very true. <laughs> that's scoob. Uh that's scoob. <laughs> what's next?
0: Um I saw uh well, okay, I want to make a quick statement here I know they said I would see Dumbo But I'm not going to go see Dumbo And I'm not no, going to see it. Aladdin And I'm not don't going to see it. The Lion King I'm, I'm not going to see any of those live-action Disney films uh, I I mean, if, if Like, maybe, maybe, maybe If The Lion King gets a, like, critical praise that, like, it's, like, 99% Rotten Tomatoes, I might see it. That's the only way you can get me back into one of these films. I'm sorry. Uh, there's <laughs> there's just no way. Uh, and, uh, like, after reading the synopsis of Aladdin, like, well, they did... Apparently I, Apparently what they did with Jasmine was good. I, I'll say that. But what they did with the genie fucking sucks. And I hate it. And I really hate what they did with the genie in this one. And it's not Will Smith's fault, because he's fine, whatever. But... Like, ugh, uh, ugh, 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 ugh. Disney expanding upon the original, basically.
1: Um. <coughs> <laughs> do you want to hear? Do you want to hear a Will Smith themed joke that a uh, that uh, that a Lyft driver told me recently? Do it. Put how it do down. You, uh, how do you find Will Smith in the snow? <laughs> Look for the fresh prints. <laughs> <laughs> That
2: is quality really? content. That is quality uh, content right there. That's a pretty good. That's joke. why you
0: listen, folks. Yeah. <laughs> Very good um, but yeah, I'm not gonna see those films. I'm sorry. I don't. I don't care. You you can't make me. <laughs> like yeah, unless they come on the Netflix and to be part of a Toontown's night thing, I'm not gonna touch them. And like literally, the only reason I would do it is just because it's gonna get my editors paid. That's it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, uh. For uh, that said, I did see an animated movie. Uh, I it's been so long, and at this point, I it's probably still not in the it may be by the time it's up, it might be uh, in some theaters, but is this Ugly Dolls? Yes, it is. This is Ugly Dolls. Um, I saw this movie because if you've been to any film made for the ages. Thirteen and under, uh, in the last like year and a half, you've seen an ad for one ugly dolls. Like they've been extensively like, like promoting this film with the exact same trailer over and over again, mind you, too. Uh, and oh God, it's it's a Chinese American project like it's like as in it's made by a chinese studio with the help of a american studio uh for a toy line called ugly dolls that i've literally never seen on stores until the movie came out so there you go Uh, doing its job yeah i guess so um and uh it's it's just it's a movie it's a musical which, you don't see a lot of animated musicals these days, which... I'll be honest, I actually kind of like the music of this. That's, like, the one thing I will say, is that the music's pretty good. There are some good bits. Uh, I like the villain song, probably more than I should. Um, but, anyways, the, the film is about a village of dolls that are ugly. And one of them wants to be owned by a child uh so her and her friends go up the pipe where the dolls come from and they end up in a factory and then they end up on the line for like the good toys because they are part of the reject line uh it's later revealed oh uh i guess uh da, 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 spoilers Da, 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 da. If you really fucking care about this movie, here's a little bit of time for you to not listen. And okay, so it turns out. Wait, uh, hang on,
2: are we yes. are we dropping ugly doll spoilers? I I gotta go. I I can't. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. We're okay. good. Keep going.
0: Um, I mean, basically, the plot is that the ugly dolls are trying to impress the good dolls. Like, there's this one like. I can't remember. Some like blonde, blue hot, blue eyed doll who's like the villain, who's like about perfection and stuff like that. He's like getting in the way, and you know, I, I it's not even necessarily worth spoiling because it's just basically that it's really freaking simple. Like the 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 bad guy at, like what happened was that like originally. there's one doll who's currently the mayor of ugly doll town or whatever uglyville that's right uh and he accidentally made it into the good pile uh and like it's it's like these okay hmm it's hard to tackle this movie because it's like for for one it's been a long time since i saw it but like so i will say that the film does a good job of making a consistent world of a toy factory because, uh, it's like, like, it it kind of like goes into like little pocket dimensions. Like there's like uglyville, which is like the little reject chute where, uh, all the ugly toys live basically. Uh, and by the way, none of these dolls are ugly. They're just standard cutesy monsters. So they're um,
2: Hollywood ugly.
0: Yeah, basically. Um, and then there's, uh, the perfection town where all the toys are like basically graded to be eventually sold on stores and given to a child or whatever. Um, and they have to like, it's like this really perfect looking utopia, you know, like, you know, just your standard Hollywood. This is, uh, a Stepford town looking kind of place, you know? Uh, and... Like the kind of thing that got kind of lampooned in the Lego Movie too, uh, you know. So it's like it's hard to take it super seriously, um. And it's just it's the the bad dolls just trying to make sure that the ugly dolls aren't doing it because he's the like I don't know he's he's just an asshole. Well, there's there's a reason, but I don't know. I I don't really want to explain the entire plot. I just want to say that it's it's a film that it's hard to really say exists in a way (laughs) because I could barely recall what even happened (laughs) anymore. Like I know the beats. I just couldn't tell you in what order and what sequence they happened. It's not like this film is like some weird jumbled mess or anything like that. It's, it's serviceable. It's a very inoffensive, no-one-really-cares sort of, like, kind of film. Like, it's a film that you could literally, like... This is, this is like, the epitome of a film you would have your, like, six-year-old go see while you go see, like, the R-rated horror film uh, in the other theater or something like that. The babysitter film that's going to be completely harmless, not introduce any clever ideas into them or anything like that. Or do anything but just sort of keep them transfixed on transfixed on the screen for like th- an hour and a half and then uh go ask their mom to buy the ugly doll toy at Burger King or whatever who knows um it's it's insanely corporate in a lot of ways uh it's got some okay bits uh but I don't know. There's just something like there's so there's so much phoniness in this. like it's a okay movie that is so phony that i i can't I can't say anything too good without feeling kind of dirty, you know? like it's 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 not offensive if you think the designs are good and you're itching for a musical like a theater musical then maybe maybe this will be for you but uh, if none of that really strikes your fancy it's really it's it's uh, it's such a waste of time it's a waste of time it's a waste of effort and i really do not recommend seeing it sorry sorry folks this isn't the...
1: I, 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 what, I, I'm wondering, and I was so excited, too.
0: <laughs> I know. I'm sorry to break your heart. What are we going to get a Chinese-American co-production uh, like animated one that isn't just this bland, bland, bland garbage? Wasn't like,
2: Rock Dog alright? Or was did everybody just like the designs on that?
0: I think people just like the designs. I heard it's just average. Fair um, enough. The, like, none of them are awful. I mean, and they're sure, there's probably a couple of awful ones I have, haven't have personally seen, but the ones that I have seen were awful. I mean, okay, Duck, Duck, Goose was pretty f***ing bad, but... <laughs>
2: Duck, Duck, Goose was terrible. Don't, don't sugarcoat it. Oh, so yeah, t- Duck, Duck, Goose
0: was pretty bad. <laughs> but, but it's, I just want one of these things to work. Not because it's just like... I don't know, I like the idea of two cultures sort of, like, working together to make a new product, like, a new, like, story, and kind of, like, try to make something a little bit more diverse. But all that happens is just really watered-down American stories, which I guess is what China apparently wants, from what I understand, but it's really rote here in the United States, and it's kind of bumming me out. It just bums me out a lot. I don't know.
2: You got the big Uh, bummers.
0: I got the bummers. It's this. I knew I wasn't expecting it to be good, but I just want one of these to be at least okay. Please, is that is that fine with you, China and America working together, as if that's a person I could speak to or something? And since both of like some like nebulous concept that goes across a bunch of different corporate ties and, uh, I don't know. I'm kind of just rambling now. Um. Yeah, it's- it's sad. It's sad. It's sad. Um, did
2: y'all have anything else to do? While we're on the line, all of China, could you please make it so Pacific Rim 3 happens? Thanks. That'd be nice, yeah. Uh,
1: trying to think if there was any other, like, really noteworthy news to talk about.
2: What's the deal with all these f***ing Yeti movies coming out recently? Something
1: in the collective. Yes. Remember how? Remember how in the '80s, like there were a lot of slasher flicks because everybody was afraid of like, like Ted Bundy and stuff. Everyone's afraid of Yetis now.
0: Oh, so okay, yeah, that makes sense. So
1: they're making lots of Yeti movies. It's it's just the collective unconscious. As soon as as soon as the the common Yeti fear begins to fizzle you know
2: all those people on top of mount everest will drive out the yeas which will in turn descend upon us like a hungry plague
1: <laughs> yeah. i wish um yeah, anyways just all those uh, yetis in the news man yeah so let's let's move on i don't know uh the only other thing
0: is that i saw Tuku and birdie and it's really fucking good uh, i keep hearing but... good things about it i need to get around to watching that I don't want to be, I don't want to do another review Is the problem, and I don't even think the first review Is very good, so I don't think I can Be cut off for another one mm-hmm. Um, so Uh, it's It's a very, 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 very good show It's a different tone than Bojack, Horseman So if, like, Bojack Was, like, bumming you out too much Then, yeah, you can watch Birdie. There are moments where it gets heavy But it's a much lighter More uplifting kind of show So, yeah. Oh, I can do that yeah 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 so uh oh i heard a rumor uh about the new play pavilion that's coming to epcot where yeah one of the one of the attractions is going to be a zootopia
2: one i th- actually have heard that too i think that's i'm not sure if that's confirmed or not yet but it seems pretty like pretty
0: solid i th- I think it's a solid concept. I think I think I think it's solid. Uh, rumor that's probably got some likes to it, which is good, because that means that we are going to get some Zootopia stuff in the uh, in the United States finally. I mean, it's something. It's something. I mean, China's getting a whole entire Zootopia
2: land, but I'll phone. You know, I'll just just mm. maybe maybe um, that mean maybe that means some like a meet and greet down uh, in a Walt Disney World. That'd be fine. They, they they really, they really do need just to get
0: a freaking meet and greet going there. They really do. Um. Anywho. Uh. Yeah. That's about it. That's it. That's all I got. That's all I got, fam. Oh that's the end of the podcast. Bye. <laughs>
2: Shall we talk about our Patreon
1: now?
0: Yes. Let's talk about our Patreon. Uh. So how about you do it this time, Casey? Because you'd never do it.
1: Yeah, I actually, this will be the first time I think I've said anything, basically, during any of the Patreon segments, come to think of it. <laughs> uh, I usually just kind of kick it. So, uh, we have a Patreon. Uh, what is that link, HT? It's patreon.com
0: slash, uh, sorry, sorry, patreon.com slash ht, uh, whoa. It's, <laughs> patreon.com slash Oops. http. HTTP <laughs> forward slash forward slash colon www.patreon.com slash TTPW. TTPW Toon for
1: Toontown Public, w- Public Works. Uh, and there you can contribute money to get access to some bonus content. Specifically, we record one episode every month where we watch a bad movie. Uh, so far, they've all been from Netflix, but usually the goal is just to make it a bad movie that. If our audience wants to join us in our suffering, they would have access to it through some sort of, like, easily accessible subscription service. Uh, the most recent episode was, uh, oh, it must have been bad, because I don't remember.
2: It was, uh... uh oh, yeah, yeah, it was yeah, Tinkerbell. Yeah. It, was Tinker it wasn't yeah. bad, actually.
1: That one that one was not the worst. Uh, it wasn't great. It was a not a good movie, but, you know, it was better than some was... of the previous ones. It uh, was higher gonna, on the
0: scale. I'm going to tell y'all that the next one's going to suck. I'm yeah, just going to say that right now. Yeah. Go oh, ahead. well, that's I like exciting. Uh,
1: and uh, I, and at, uh, at another tier, you get access to uh, what we call the Toontown Chronicle, which is where uh, everyone who works on the podcast, including our editors, uh, talk about something outside of the world of cartoons that they have been enjoying recently. Uh, and that's, uh, that's just a nice way for us to, to kind of express our interest in some of the more, uh, interesting, diverse things that we are passionate about. Uh, and we hope you will be too. Uh, so yeah, go ahead and hit up uh, patreon.com slash ttpw if you want to s- support the show. It helps us pay our editors, uh, who, uh, who this show could not feasibly exist without. uh. And, uh, and, yeah, that's basically it. Is there anything else to say? Not that I know of, so... Okay. Excellent. Okay. Now we will do the the middle segment of our show. The main part of our show.
0: Yes. The part where we watch a cartoon that has fallen to the public domain or is otherwise easily accessible... Something I've already said and said many times before, but I'm going to keep saying it because it's one of the few aesthetically pleasing things that I get to say. Um, So now how do we decide what we'll watch? Well, it's simple, really. We just go to a little document that we have called
2: The List. I thought we just used Gyromancy to figure it out. Not since
0: episode negative two. Uh, anyways, yeah. uh, here we go. Uh, Alex, drum roll. Oh my god! For a half second, I saw Clutch Cargo, and I thought that's what we were gonna watch. Oh god! Thank god. <laughs> I, <that>. uh, I <laughs> think
1: i the only one. More on... Clutch Cargo on our desk. Yes. There oh I is. think I, I might much much be the car only car one
2: who looks forwards to it. I hate oh,
0: it so dude. much. Anyways, that's not what we're watching. We're watching an Aesop's fable. Uh, and we're gonna watch the one called "Snapping the Whip."
1: Hmm. What? I do not know this fable. <laughs> it must me be me neither. I'm a little f- scared, honestly. It must be one of like the midnight fables. You know, like a <laughs> <laughs> it fables nights. Uh... <laughs> yeah, like a uh, but... like a secret fable. All right.
2: It's it's right. Uh, it's the hard mode fable.
0: You know, I love this era of cartoons a lot because you could see that someone in a writing studio just decided they wanted to make a cartoon about... or Writing or animation studio, I'm not sure, but someone wanted to make a cartoon about roller skating animals and that was the only thing he had, but he wanted to make it happen and then he wrote around that entire concept because that is exactly what's going on here. <laughs> And it's, it's fun. It's fun. Uh,
1: it's a Farmer Alfalfa cartoon.
0: Yeah, I, that was
2: surprising.
0: Stealth Alfalfa cartoon right there. Uh, that happens quite a bit, actually, on this show. I don't know if it was that Paul Terry thought the character didn't get much traction, but he really liked it, so he kept drawing in his cartoons. Maybe or, he just right. liked the
2: design, yeah.
0: Yeah, so... Uh, but yeah, it's... It's, uh, it's basically the premise is just that there are a bunch of animals with roller skates and they're getting into shenanigans. And then the farmer Felfa's cat wakes up from bed, uh, puts on his skin and goes out to rollerblade with them after, I guess, tormenting the farmer. And then, Mm. then they do more roller skating. And then there's like a water gun fight between, uh, the cat and a mouse and then they prank Farmer Alfalfa uh, with roller skates. And that's the end. Uh, like, well,
2: that's, that's, that's the cartoon. <laughs> You're forgetting the most important part, which is after that, this is the most important part because the cartoon tells us this is the most important part. He gets thrown into a dog cop and then is beaten up by dog cops or at least chased by dog cops yes dot cops
0: and uh ones that make swastikas when they run around which is very sharp political commentary and i will i i approve that at least but um the but yeah like there's this it's it's called aesop fable and literally the only indicator that it's an aesop fable in any sense which it isn't at all uh is that at the very end after the final shot there's a title card with a picture of uh of Aesop like a like a like a classical image of Aesop uh and like a quote saying Aesop says uh those are men there are men who live to long age and there are ones who pick on traffic cops like though that's that that's the
2: he's the moral it's apparently a, it's a paraphrase but like even like it says something like 2600 years ago it's 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 bullcrap it's all bullcrap Yeah, it's all bullcrap.
0: And, like, the traffic cop thing is, like, literally the last tenth of the film, if even
1: that. Uh, Yeah, but I I think that you put it most succinctly at the beginning, because this cartoon is mostly just, like, Oh, look at how much fun the animals are having on their roller skates. Oh, boy, they're going in circles. Oh, one of them's racist on an elephant. Oh, boy, (laughs) they're going into the pond. And it's, like, just, like you know, shenanigans for the most part. An- animal shenanigans. But how did the animals get their roller skates?
0: Oh my goodness. <laughs> oh my gosh. How did they even stay on those things? Those dang darn animal friends. Those funny animals right there. That's what I'll call them. Um, the... uh but yeah, there's just a lot of different kind of like sight gags about like legs and like four-legged creature creatures just sort of like rolling around, and then a cat and a mouse chasing each other. Like, I it's hard for me to say the exact order of events of things, other than that synopsis I gave. Uh, it's just it's it's a kind of the thing where like you just kind of. You watch it because it's going to have some amusing things, visuals for you to look at. It's basically, it's basically a James Cameron movie,
2: really. Uh, (laughs) It's what I was not expecting this uh, comparison from you. (laughs) It's just a movie you see because it's pretty. You know,
0: it may not have like the best plot. It's not going to be awful by any means, imagination. But it's, it's cute. It's fun to see, and it's pushing forward the medium. You know. So there you go. Uh yes, I am saying Paul Terry is the James Cameron of the nineteen um so I'm almost uh... offended. I am I am almost offended. <laughs> <laughs> oh, deal with it. Judgment Day was thirty years ago. Uh but uh yeah, it's uh, I don't know. I'm not. I'm not groaning because I think it's bad. I'm groaning because I'm just struggling to say anything at this point. Yeah,
2: like, you're out of words about this cartoon. Like, do y'all have anything more insightful to say? Um, no. <laughs> I, did, I like. I did I like, like the mouse. The, I like the joke about the cow that was desperately trying to roller skate
0: yeah that was pretty good that was good there's some neat little noodle arm rubber hose kind of sight gags going on i don't know this is cute it's cute i will say that there's a i'm not i I think this is something that's better watched than trying to be explained because it's it's, very it's it's nice
1: go on like, if you listen to the earlier episodes of our podcasts, you'll hear us, like, delving into, like, stylistic things a lot when we watch these old cartoons. Mind you, we were worse at it back then, but mm-hmm. we don't really do that as much anymore because, like, like most of the really interesting stuff to say about, like, the stylistic choices in these cartoons we've already kind of said, so... Uh, so as a result, when we have a cartoon about roller skating animals and then a brief thing with cops, it's like, you know <laughs> what what really more commentary is there? It looks a lot like the uh, other Farmer Alfalfa cartoons we watched. It's kinda got that mm. uh it's kinda got that really cheesy old organ stuff that was common in the nineteen twenties. Uh yeah. Like yeah. this is like the
0: kind of thing that like traditional movie theaters would play like because like they would like because it was like always playing something movie theaters were always playing something on the screen and like in between certain like in between the movies there was like a newsreel and a cartoon and this is like very much that like a cartoon that's not like if you walk in halfway, you're not going to be lost. <laughs> it's just a <laughs> thing that's kind of there to demonstrate. Ooh, there are moving pictures on the wall. How novel! That kind of thing. And I'm not saying that like like that does sound very rude and very like simplistic of it. because it is an artistic achievement, absolutely. Especially from that era, like uh, it's just it's very much of its time, and that is hard to really commentate on because at that time was basically just visual gags and maybe a couple recognizable faces along the way like unless there was something extremely absurd there's nothing really to talk about in these kind of cartoons
1: yeah I mean it's fine it's a good cartoon um, yes that's really it's it. a good cartoon yes.
0: I'll agree with that alright so let's go ahead let's pull up That thing, what is that thing? It's called the list. Well put. (laughs) (laughs) All right, Alex, drumroll, please. (laughs) Uh, Okay, fine. fine 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 three stooges Uh, we're gonna uh, watch the one that's called okay i kind of love this title (laughs) um to kill a clocking bird huh sure I don't know. Something about that tickles me in a way that's probably inexplicable and not good reasoning and all. But it does. Another (laughs) laughless like six minutes of my life being completely wasted. Uh, and it's I don't know. It's just like mm, I don't know. It's uh, uh, okay. So, do you want to watch one thing about this... the Three
1: Stooges? Sorry, what I was gonna say is, do you want to watch this cartoon? But good. Uh, then watch uh, a nineteen thirty-seven Disney short called Clock Cleaners. Oh yeah. Uh, <laughs> Oh, yeah. which is the one where it's it's one of the classics like one of the early ones that had mickey donald and goofy from like the late 30s uh where mm. you know they basically do this cartoon but good <laughs> so
0: yeah that's that's 100 that percent fair honestly yep so so like okay uh one thing about the three stooges I have a question about
1: wait that one had a stork too what the Ga really yeah this one this one is a rip-off of clock cleaners oh my god oh my god you know, they basically you know I wholesale stole clock cleaners
2: you know what happened this was this was <laughs> this was years in the making they saw that short because they were active around that time weren't they um <laughs> right? I mean... well,
0: the three no because this is like the 70s.
2: It, it, does, it doesn't matter. They they were active enough. They were alive past that short coming out, so they just looked at it, and they were like, someday they're gonna have cartoons on TV. Yeah. And what <laughs> we're gonna do is, we're going to use this as an idea for our own TV show.
0: I mean, okay. So, with what I've been trying to say for the last ten years, uh, is that, with the Three Stooges, uh, there's a line up okay so almost every three stooges like there's a few exceptions out there where they're like doctors or uh other kind of higher positions like that but like a large portion of three stooges is basically they're working blue collar jobs and they are so bad at them that they like destroy the place or like like offend people or like throw pies in their faces or something you know and there's a line that can be crossed where it's like basically where you're with the stooges or you're against the stooges and it then becomes like whether or not the message of the short is uh look at these idiots like having like uh like destroying a very easy job or like a you know a job that shouldn't be this difficult uh or haha, aren't poor people funny? <laughs> I I don't know. Like there's a there's a line where I'm not sure some of these three Stooges cartoons come from. Like I think I think this is a case where it's I want to say that we're laughing with the Stooges, you know, kind of like not like in a haha poor people way, but I don't know. It's it's kind of debatable with a lot of these, and I just it's just a thing I've been thinking about for a while now uh when it comes to like these really awful versions of the three stooges type of ideas uh well i guess since this one is actually a uh uh (laughs) more of a disney ripoff than a three stooges wannabe but there you go uh i don't know i don't know am i saying anything that's making any sense no you're you're making sense makes as much sense as this cartoon did uh well then no, I'm not
1: making any goddamn sense. Well, you can't uh, <laughs> you can't make this cartoon make sense if the cartoon doesn't make sense. This cartoon is bad. This is a really bad one. Uh <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. But mostly uh, I'm I'm still just I'm still just awestruck about the clock cleaners thing. I just can't stop thinking about that.
2: <laughs> I was I was okay. going to say that the fact that there was a clock that did a bunch of different things was neat, but now you're you're saying that it's been wholesale ripped off, so I can't even say that.
0: <laughs> well, okay, so the plot is three stooges, they are clock cleaners. Like a giant like a giant bell clock in the middle like a clock tower, uh, in I think Germany, like old timey Germany. And uh they basically like They're doing the routine inspection of it, and when they do so, they just get beat up by the clock a lot, and then thrown off the side of the clock a lot, and there's a stork who's a jerk a lot. And then, like, there's also, like, a thing that, like, reads weather, and they're testing it, and every single one of them pushed them off the side of the thing, and it's just, like... I don't know. I don't know. It's... there's nothing creative going on here, honestly. (laughs) There's not a bit of creative energy spark or like thought going on there's not even like a joke really there are no jokes things just happen like things just like they're supposed to be amusing because someone's getting hurt or falling off the side of something but there aren't jokes they're just things happening
1: (laughs) yeah i don't know there's a really weird part where i guess like So like the clock tower that they're on has like a series of like you know like the cuckoos that come out of clock towers and stuff. Yeah. And I guess there's one that's like a maid for some reason, and one of them has like a like a shaker labeled dust, and I think that's like a weird thing. (laughs) You know. Because they're like they're testing it for smog yeah i don't know this one's just really weird (laughs) i don't like this cartoon very much uh i mean do you all have anything to say further Uh, Uh, not anything that i haven't already said
2: uh i i thought the clock stuff was neat but that got undercut that's basically what i said i think i'm good oh oh one thing i may have pointed this out before and shorts where they don't have live action stuff in front of them or that introduction like with the uh, marching band they seem a lot more animate which is weird
0: I'm not sh- maybe it's just a different production company doing it there or something I don't know
2: maybe they got... or it's the same one
0: and they had like a different budgeting structure or something maybe at that point know.
2: they got like their voice direction or something hmm yeah maybe but yeah i Uh, i think i'm done yeah
1: yeah i'm ready three stooges
2: cartoons are not fun we need we need something to save the night hc please give us something that will save the night for us i'll see what i can do but
0: unfortunately we are at the whims of the list one moment And drumroll. <laughs> okay. Uh we are going to watch a cartoon called Bunny Mooning. What? Uh it's B-U-N-N-Y-M-O-O-N-I-N-G. Bunny Mooning. <laughs> huh. Yeah, there's no director or thing attached to it it's just one of the other cartoons so yeah we almost watched bimbo's auto though
1: (laughs) (laughs) okay we'll get to that one another day then
3: hey everyone this is your friendly editor alex the lemur so The curators of this cartoon collection DVD set have made some editorial decisions with some of the cartoons that, to be quite honest, are for the best. I don't have this collection myself, so chances are when I look up one of these cartoons on YouTube I get the original, unedited uh, version. Since we're putting YouTube links to these cartoons in the show notes, I'd like to take a moment to acknowledge that, like far too many cartoons of its era, Bunny mooning has a nice little bit of casual racism in it, if only for one scene. This scene was cut out in the version that HT, Casey, and Cirque watched, and none of us knew about it until I got to it in the editing process. I'd love to say that this is the first time something like this has happened, but sadly it's not. So if it seems like there's anything like problematic that we end up glossing over uh, in future episodes, it's likely because that the version in the DVD set didn't have that scene in it. That said, aside from that garbage, this is a pretty nice cartoon, and the opinions are uh, you are about to hear are for the edited version on the DVD collection. Alright, roll tape. The night is hey. saved.
0: Hey, it's a funny one. It's a cute one. Like, okay. Bunny mooning is referring to it's a pun on honeymooning. I realized that once we stopped recording. That's what I realized because that's what's going. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah. Because it's yeah, yeah. Because it's a, it's a bunny, and it's two bunnies. They're getting married, and all the animals are invited. And then there's a wedding, and that's the end of the cartoon. <laughs> like there's no <laughs> there's no conflict. There's nothing keeping them away. It's just a series of uh, different jokes about animals going to or throwing a wedding and yeah, you know what they, they really take cute.
1: that idea and they run with it and they make it very charming they do a very yeah, very
2: it's... good job of showing animals getting ready for a wang a tree wang a wang entry it's just a nice feel-good cartoon yeah very much so like this is this
0: to kind of like Bookend the uh first cartoon where it was kind of like they both had the same kind of thing where like uh they just went with like there's a they had a concept that they wanted to draw, which is an animal wedding, and they just kind of built everything around it. But unlike the Farmer Alfalfa cartoon, which tries to have a plot but there's really nothing at all to go for it, so therefore it kind of just feels really weirdly paced. Uh, This cartoon actually, like, doesn't care about having a plot other than the straightforward, the bunnies propose, they set up a wedding, everyone get ready for the wedding, and then the wedding happens, the end. You know, honestly,
2: I would say that they both kind of have the same sort of plot structure and that's just antics it's just the antics here are really well thought out and there's a thoroughfare through them yeah there's a lot of really good
0: visual gags involving uh these various animal friends uh
2: like just to start oh. off we have the uh rabbit proposing to the other rabbit by giving her a one carat ring which is just a ha, ring. ha! get it ha! Rest in peace, everybody wearing headphones. <laughs> Sorry,
0: um, but yeah, one carrot ring, and then oh, there was one joke that made me laugh that I forgot. So, like, snake that on was, the like, pole, very really early on. Yes, that's right. The snake on the pole. Uh, yeah, there was a that's right. like. At, at first I thought I was gonna kind of like not enjoy this because it was seemed really saccharine at first but then they go to a barber shop and the barber pole is just a white pole where a red snake kind of climbs up it then goes down then climbs back up it over and over again in a spiral pattern and it's good <laughs> that is so good there are many That was good my boys favorite
1: yeah I think that was actually my favorite part the the only competing part for me, was the giraffe. That giraffe is great. Um, yeah, I, but lots, lots of good stuff. Like, there's a, there's a part where, like in in the in the barber shop, there is a deer who gets who gets her antlers did, uh, with like curlers. Yeah, and. Uh, and they're, you know, like there's, there's a barber. Then the duck little who, yeah. Whose who's sink is actually the bill of, a, of like, a, uh, a pelican, a pelican. That's, that's what they're called. Uh, the big mouse. Yes. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, you know, they just, they just kind of go like one by one, uh, little little fun happy visual visual gags all animated i believe uh by the flesher's studio um yeah it's a flesher studio short sure. yeah and uh and so you know basically beginning to end it's just it's just very nice it's it's a, a I nice will say happy this. little cartoon yes
0: it is i will say this though um the bunny's design is so cutesy, it makes me want to vomit. <laughs> it's like, it's so Oh, yeah, no, it's very saccharine.
1: <laughs> it's like, like... It's way too saccharine. You know how when you go to, like, the thrift store, there's, like, the knick-knack sections and it's full of stuff <laughs> that, like, people who died owned, uh, and it's always, <laughs> like... <laughs> it's always, like, a...
0: uh... <laughs>
1: thrift stores, where the yeah, pe- like...
0: stuff that people died.
1: Go. Yeah, or you know, like the your your high school age son's CD collection, uh, but but you know, like you you go to the thrift store and you go to the knickknack section, and that's mostly what you'll see is like really cutesy home decor, you know, stuff that's mm-hmm. stuff that's kind of uh... kitschy. It's, they it's are... yeah, it's kitschy and it's it's out of style because it's overly saccharine and like. I... Yeah. I will
2: agree that they are very precious moments, ass bunnies.
1: Yeah, that's yeah, <laughs> that's, that's exactly a, what it is. That's a good metaphor. Yeah, um... like uh,
0: it's like like every other cartoon animal design in there is a lot better. It's a lot like it's more like proper. And I I, I will say that I also like the preacher being a peacock because one that's actually a really cool animal to have as that job in a cartoon because you know the big tail that makes it really ceremonial and cool and i think that's i think it like it invokes the image of a stained glass window and stuff and i like that that's a really good choice also they're just funny animals because they're weird <laughs> yeah. peacocks are weird <laughs> i like them a lot though uh it's, he also has, like, a really gobbly voice, and that's always good, too. Yes,
2: like he that. speeds through the vowels, which is very funny. Ah,
0: uh, it's really good. Uh... Oh, at one point, the live-action song, The Hedgehog, was in the f***ing cartoon for some reason. Um... Oh God, it was just some weird hedgehog lady that just looked had the exact same proportions as that live-action song, The Hedgehog, which... Uh... I think we're like the thousandth people talking about that though, so let's probably go on to a 100,000th podcast.
2: We mess we mess the we mess the bar to do that. But yeah. The, the yeah, timing. time is the bar to make fun of that.
0: <laughs> I don't know. Is there anything specifically else that you all thought about this?
2: Not really. I I do want to reiterate because we didn't really talk about why we liked the giraffe so much. So the giraffe was really cute and cutely animated. He was part of a segment where people were getting dressed for the wedding. Mm. And the best gag part about that gag is that. Well, the main part about that gag was that he like they definitively answered. "Okay, so how would a giraffe get dressed up fancy? What he did was he put on a suit. And then he took a neck collar, pushed it down to the base of his neck, and then sort of extended up into several other different neck collars, each with bow ties, which was very funny. It was very enjoyable. A good
0: boy. A very good boy. (laughs) Yep. All right. So with that, I believe that's
2: all the tunes we're going to watch for today. I think so. so. We are uh, we're up to three now. So yeah, 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 yeah. So here's what we're gonna do. We are gonna move on
0: to the final segment of the night, which is where we talk about prompts. Now, uh, every couple of weeks or whatever time frame we go by w- when you're listening to this, <laughs> uh, the we ask you, the audience a question about cartoons. And you can respond to past prompts by emailing us at toontownpublicworks at gmail.com, uh, which is where we're going to start today, because we actually got a couple emails here from about past prompts. Um, so here's uh, one we got from Squishy. Uh, so Squishy says, hi, uh, I've been binging the show for the past couple of weeks, and I have a couple answers for previous prompts cartoons i love that nobody talks about anymore sheep in the big city i'm surprised no one has mentioned it hell yeah uh, it's been is was so out there but I, uh but it never felt random xd you know uh watching it again as an adult i appreciate it even more and me and that man i love that narrator you know what uh that is a good point i feel like it's weird that nobody talks about sheep in the big city i i think it just it's kind of like Robot Jones, in that, and I think it was just like part of this era of Cartoon Network where there was stuff that was coming out that was good, but it was kind of falling in popularity to a degree, so it became less of a classic uh, era. Uh, but
1: Robot Jones is so fucking <laughs> good, and it's not on like DVD or anything. I know. I know. Uh, uh. Uh. I
0: remember uh i remember they like parodied a lot of like commercials on that show uh sheep in the big city the one i remembered was there was a cereal commercial where uh the like you know the part where it says part of a complete breakfast and shows you like two pairs of toast and orange and like a, a glass of like grape juice or something i don't know um like they they showed like a Big banquet hall full of different, bunch of different food, and said part of an incomplete breakfast for like this one cereal that they are peddling or something. It was, I don't know. I remember, like, I've always found that section weird as a kid, and I was kind of, when I was, it made me feel smart as a kid. That's basically what it was. It's like, ah, yeah, you get them. see, that nobody reads it like that. Ha ha. You know, that's what Baby HD sounded like. Maybe <laughs> maybe I mean like probably like ten years old or something. <laughs> you know, like like, t- like
1: twenty-three. <laughs> yeah, twenty
0: 20- <laughs> I was in high school until when I was twenty three. I was just watching VHS copies of Sheep in the Big City. And I'm only pretending like to be twenty eight is the- <laughs>
1: Yeah.
3: <laughs> uh
2: I But yes. Really, really, really like Sheep in the Big City a lot. I used to watch that uh when I was back in, like, high school, like, waiting for Dragon Ball Z to come on. Like, I mm. used to watch that. Yeah, I'll laugh. That was a bad time. Uh, I will. I used to watch that while waiting for Toonami. And uh, when it came on, I found it very wry. I found it extremely funny. Like, one of the biggest things that stand out to me is that, and I think, one episode, like, they reveal that Sheep has a twin brother. And then in the second episode he appears in, they literally put him on a bus and then don't mention him for the rest of the series, I think, which is, that's really good. (laughs) (laughs) That's really, really good.
0: That's really good, actually. Like, they started up the episode by putting him on a bus and never talking about him again?
2: No, they ended it, and then it was like, oh, well, bye.
0: (laughs) Okay, that's pretty good. Very good cartoon. Oh. Very good cartoon. Um, um, uh, let's continue. Uh, Squishy's uh, letter here. Uh, cartoon food I want to eat. Uh, the grass and land before time. Uh, when Spike first hatches, I don't know what it is, but it always looked delicious to me. That is such a very specific answer, and I completely dig it because I know exactly what you're talking about.
1: Well, what was
0: it? <laughs> I always wanted to eat tree stars too. Tree star-
1: uh The oh, the tree stars. Okay, well, yeah.
0: Well, the, I've wanted to eat tree stars, but she's specific, talking about uh, the uh, there's these like the there's the grass that uh, Spike was born in, and the first thing he does is that he eats the nest around him, like the entire nest. Uh, and like, I-, I could send you a photo of the scene here. She actually she actually sent one to me.
2: Uh, hold on. I will agree that tree stars are really good, though. They looked for some... For some reason, all of the vegetarian stuff... Like, all of the foliage and that stuff seemed really good to eat. Which I think was maybe what they were going for?
0: They wanted kids to eat leaves.
2: Well, I mean, it's more in the sense of putting it in perspective of a herbivore dinosaur. Yeah, yeah. Uh, let me
0: just... There, I put it in the Discord here.
1: Let's take a gander. I see. Hold on, pull, line it up. Oh, yeah, 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 I've seen this. I know what this is. Yeah. Uh, they look... Like, they would taste like, uh, like potato chips.
0: (laughs) You know what? Yeah, that's that's actually a fair, (laughs) that's a fair thought right there. (laughs) I like it. I like it.
2: All right. So, yeah, thank you very much, Squishy. Uh, Is that, is that everything from them?
0: Uh, that's everything from Squishy. There's another letter from someone else. I'm just pulling it up right now.
2: Thank you for your uh, uh, thank you for your responses, Squishy. It's appreciated.
0: Thank you. Uh, there's one from Gabriel. Uh, Gabriel wrote in and said, uh, Sorry for answering a bit late, but my favorite cat is from a movie that deserves more love. That being Francis from Faila Day. Uh, an adult animated movie about uh cat of a uh the cat of a murder mystery writer francis uh solving uh gruesome murders of cats around his neighborhood that's what the
2: plot of
3: Felina day is huh.
2: i i have not seen feline day actually uh,
1: so maybe, i would not yeah. know i haven't
3: either.
0: like it's i i just i don't know for some reason in my head i kind of thought that fe like F- Flea in a day would be like kind of like Watership Down, where it's kind of like feral cats or something. But I didn't really, but like, but like, I guess it's, uh, yeah, I guess I guess it's about a detective cat, and that actually sounds really good. I actually really want to see this now. <laughs> I like detectives a lot. Ironically, uh,
2: I am not, I am not qualified to handle this because. I cannot handle cats specifically getting hurt in movies and stuff. And as I know about field that is a movie all about cats getting hurt. So yeah.
0: Yeah. Can't do it. Yeah. I get that. I get that. Um, so yeah, thank you so much there, Gabriel. Uh, that sounded sarcastic. It was not, um, <laughs> uh, So anyways, we are going to respond, i go on to our uh, most recent prompt now. Uh, It is a prompt that was, and I'm not stalling for time by getting it in front of me, there we go, Uh, what is your cartoon guilty pleasure? Uh, The responses we got were not through email this time, but through our Twitter, where we post the prompts on as well. There's a uh, hashtag that you can put in, hashtag Toontown prompt, when you respond. It just makes it easier for us to find you, more or less, more than anything. So, yeah. Uh, But let's see. Let's see. Who responded? Who, who, who responded? Here we go. Uh, We got one from Doctor B, once again, returning. They said, Hmm, guilty pleasure cartoons, eh? Uh, can't think of any series I would. Uh, can't think of any series I watch all guilty like. But there is a movie, Atlantis Two, maybe controversial to dislike. Don't know, never hear about it. But I enjoy seeing the first story continue on with uh the new beasts. Um, hmm. So Atlantis Two, that was one of the Disney sequels. Uh wasn't that one was of the Myler's ones Returns. Yeah, wasn't that, was... that
1: one of the ones that was kind of like three episodes of a TV show style? Quite yeah, literally, yeah, actually, yeah. because yeah.
2: that was that was them salvaging their pilot for a team Atl- Atlantis series. Yeah. Which was uh, basically everyone except Milo gained their own spell series, which Holy shit. Yes, I'm very disappointed that didn't happen.
0: Yeah. There th- these characters, I like I liked the characters from Atlantis. Like they're a bit they're they a bit like archetypical at times, but they I I really did appreciate them. Uh I can't remember any of their names, which is not necessarily a good thing, but uh uh I don't know. I haven't seen this tv show pilot type of thing like the specific one because i think it came out when i was completely disillusioned with disney as like a edgy teen now i'm just disillusioned because they're an evil corporation but uh anyways uh the (laughs) um like there's a uh i don't know it's it's just a uh I, I can't have an opinion about something I haven't seen. I heard it's not very great, but if you like it, then hell yeah. Go ahead and like it.
2: I am down uh, for movies that continue very, very good things. Except when they're dumpster fires. And from what I heard, not a dumpster fire. So, you are completely entitled to that. Thank you for, uh, thank you for your response.
0: Yes, thank you very much. Uh... So we got uh, a response from uh, Cantrip Seven, okay, uh, and they said, "God, I feel bad saying it. <laughs> this title. Um, so just FYI, uh, Queer Duck the movie. I guess I'm. St- I was. I guess I'm starved for any gay cartoons at all. Uh, it has an Elaine." rich-esque uh broadway starlet buzzard voiced by jackie hoffman it's fucking terrible though (laughs) okay uh i've heard of this movie i i um i remember seeing it at blockbusters uh when those were still things that people could
1: go to i didn't know they Uh, made a show about my new persona (laughs) <laughs> uh, well, yeah, no, I've I've never heard of or seen this. Honestly, <laughs> yeah, I have heard this... of this.
2: I do not know much about it. I I don't know, man.
0: <laughs> Jim J. Bullock is in it. Uh. <laughs> Uh, we uh, might have to take your word for
2: this, uh, dear friend.
0: Yeah, the art style looks very ugly, though. I'm just gonna say, sorry. (laughs) It doesn't look very pretty, but that's probably because it's a mid-2000s. Oh, no, a a year 2000 uh, adult comedy series. So, yeah, it's not gonna look pretty. Because they were still on the, the the... Impression that because South Park looked bad, that means everything could look bad and that'd be okay, even though like South Park's whole thing is like to be very specifically stylized in a way that's
2: still kind of visually interesting. That cat is a band to... I hate that cat. Yeah. Uh.
0: Anyways, yes. Uh, thank you for the response there. Thank you for the response. I am um...
2: actually somewhat curious about this now.
0: Uh, okay, that looks like the end of uh, audience responses for this week Uh, so Hmm, so now we have to talk about our cartoon guilty pleasure Uh So Who Wants to go first
1: I guess I could, mine's not very interesting Uh Okay like i guess like my you know like like i i would just say scooby-doo or like scooby-doo isn't always a guilty pleasure sometimes it's really good and sometimes Mm -hmm. i sometimes i watch like the expressly bad scooby-doo stuff just because i i find it cathartic to suffer through them but uh the, the answer I went with, because I've talked a lot about Scooby-Doo, is, uh, uh, oh, what was the f- exact title? It was, uh, I believe the new Woody Woodpecker show. Uh, yes, that's right. The new Woody Woodpecker show, uh, from 1999. Um, this, oh, that one. Yeah, it. You know, like, it was it was fine. I think it starred Billy West. Uh, yeah, that and, sounds about right. Uh, and it's... Uh, it had... You know, Buzz Buzzard was played by Mark Hamill, and it was, Ooh. you know, it was, like, a completely unremarkable uh, Woody Woodpecker cartoon that I guess I don't necessarily think I could really recommend to anybody based on its own merit uh except that woody woodpecker is in it and i i find that character very charming and cute even in uh not his most charming iteration but a very cute iteration so yeah I guess that's my answer Uh, I think it's on Netflix or at least it was for a while Um, if you want to check it out like it's it's not a bad cartoon by any measure it's just not really you know it's it's a cartoon that I watched all of recently in spite of having better stuff to watch (laughs) because I liked the character in it so fair enough yeah that's mine I guess I tried my best. I really struggled with this prompt. I mostly watch good things. <laughs> yeah. That's that's <laughs> kind of the problem sometimes is that yeah, it's better to watch good things. Most of the time. Um, yeah. Like there, I don't, I don't really watch a lot of stuff that I like aside from Scooby-Doo. So I guess maybe Scooby-Doo, like the bad Scooby-Doo stuff is my real answer. So there you go. Okay.
0: All right, uh, and Cirque, do you want to go next?
2: My answer is no answer, because fuck it, I live without shame. Oh. I have no answer. The closest thing I get, I have to an answer, is that I used to watch PBS when I was 13 at my grandmother's house, just hanging out when we had, like, off day at school or something and my parents couldn't come get me, and, like, even then, like, the closest thing I would get is, like, Dragon Tales, and
1: that's not a bad show at all. So do you have an example of a show that you really like that you would never recommend to anyone? Because I think that's, you know, close to what a guilty pleasure would be.
2: I honestly don't. No? Okay. Uh, I I would recommend that you don't watch The Flash past season one because it's turned into a dumpster fire. That's not a cartoon.
1: Yeah, but it, you don't get any pleasure hmm. from that, I assume. No. No, so that's not a—it's not even a guilty pleasure. That's just a show you think is bad. I live without shame. <laughs> yeah, that's fine. I'm—I'm I'm kind of opposed to the, to the, the concept of guilty pleasures in general, too. I guess. This is a hard prompt. Um, this is a hard prompt. Well, I, yeah, I, think funny, I think it's funny. I think it's funny that you didn't have an answer because you suggested this prompt. Did I really? Yeah, it was your idea. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> f- <laughs> I assumed you like had a good answer like in mind. Oh. Like last f- week. <laughs> last episode. I just uh, I just put the
2: f***ing banana peel down to like jump right on it like a month ago. <laughs>
0: Yeah. Oopsie doopsie. Oopsie doopsie. Um,
2: I'm a big old dumbass. Everyone. All
0: right, you're a HD. dumb cat.
2: <laughs> Please go.
0: <laughs> okay. Um, <laughs> um. Okay. Uh. Okay. So by your definition, uh, Casey, uh, of like shows that I wouldn't recommend other people watching. That you uh, enjoy. Even though I really like them myself, mm-hmm. um. Ah, oh, there's a for that one because, like, I have an answer for like what I would originally have, and I still have that. I think that's my actual answer. But I want to respond to this prompt because this one actually is fascinating to me. Mm-hmm. Um. uh i had a large crush on mid-2000s disney channel animated shows i think there's only one of those that's actually any good and that's pepper ann uh and by that i mean stuff like the weekenders and <laughs> oh, <yeah>. uh wait <laughs> what did you the people weekenders cons-
2: did you people consider the weekenders bad
0: I mean it's okay. I mean I, I enjoy it, but I don't think it's like I don't know if I would like tell like my
1: coworker, hey, you should watch the weekenders some weekend. Uh, you know <laughs> No. If someone if like, someone it's... told me that then I would remove them from my life <laughs> like...
2: I actually <laughs> like the weekenders. I guess this is my cartoon no, guilty no, no, pleasure.
1: You're, okay. No, you you're allowed to like the weekenders. Just don't be like, you know what, you should really see the weekenders. Casey, well, you know
2: you should really see but like also
0: stuff like but stuff like teacher's pet which again wasn't bad but i also yeah. wouldn't want to recommend that to people and then like there's also stuff that is bad like the lilo and stitch cartoon uh oh i at least was a lot at- of that one I watched it entirely because I was obsessed with Stitch and it didn't matter that it if it was good or not I just wanted to watch it because I love Stitch. I I kind of like <laughs> I it. kind of
1: liked the monster of a week sort of format actually. Like I enjoyed that. I
0: th- I'm 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 the kind of dweeb that like when I was after I saw Lilo and Stitch for the first time uh-huh. uh what I wanted to see more of wasn't like more Stitch destroying things or like beating up aliens or whatever. It was I wanna see Stitch go to school. Or I wanna see him like be part of the community. Like a kind of like a curious George, but like Curious George came from space and can destroy entire cities. Uh like something like that. Mm-hmm. That's kind of what I wanted uh Leland Stitch series to be. Not uh not uh you know uh, alien which is fine it was fine it's fine it's it's not like it's bad i'm just like not my thing and it's also where girl stitch came from and girl stitch can got kind of you know disappear you know because we don't we need to give stitch a girlfriend
2: we don't need to give stitch a girlfriend i it again i can think of i can think of another character that we don't need to give a girlfriend what's up I'm not gonna say because. Oh yeah, yeah! Ugh. Everyone, I'm not gonna everyone, say that live action, live action Disney movies—they're great. They're good. We, <coughs> we should they're make so We good. should we should make live action Pinocchio. We should make a live action. We should make a Who live action the Roger Rabbit. Oh
1: wait, you know what? I ship Stitch and Cannonball. Okay. That's fair. I don't yeah, know who fair. that is. It was from. It was one of. The, uh, it was one of the monsters from the. It was one of his. You know what? No, I don't. I, if they're actually cousins, then not that. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, actually, I don't know how well, that works. Well, I mean,
0: what is clone cousins really? Okay, so. sure.
1: <laughs> All right, fine. If they're not related, uh, <laughs> then.
0: <laughs> They're only third cousins. Okay, it's okay. It's legal. This, this oh, no. has
2: anyway. this has disturbing implications for yeah. you people who are Mel Gear Solid fans. Oh no.
0: Okay, my actual
2: factual true
0: answer, and it's a movie that I'll watch any day of the goddamn week because it is utterly fascinating to me in every capacity, and never stops being so. But the thing is, I totally recommend people watching it. Food fight.
1: Oh. Like, I've, I've given
0: food fight as an answer for something, one of these prompts, I'm sure. But, I like, food fight... Uh, but food fight is just so... It's in caps... It, it, it's it's so... It's hard to look away from. That's what it is. It's a horrible, terrible garbage. But unlike Sausage Party, which is also horrible terrible garbage, it's actually watchable because it isn't full of a bunch of racist and sexist jokes. I mean it is, but it's also uh, kind of trying to uh, uh, I don't know. It basically Sausage Party and Food Fight are the exact same movie and Food Fight's the better version and that's pathetic. Um but
1: <laughs> it's just uh, I think the thing about Food Fight is uh that like, it, it just feels like somebody really attempted to make something marketable and, like, failed uh, gloriously.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah. It's it, it was clearly going to
0: be a film where it's, like, basically a giant commercial mm-hmm. for a, a bunch of different foods. Uh, but then it like it was that but then like it was also so shoddily done that it's an embarrassment to everyone who was involved and pro- provided any licensing to
1: it i mean there was freaking twinkie the kid in this well didn't they like, there didn't was li- they lose like a whole bunch of resources like part way they production? did they also had a lot of people like pull out of the film because
0: uh they were taking too long or people saw the final product and they were like, uh no, f you we're not doing this. This is terrible looking. Uh like that's why there was a there's a scene where little Debbie was gonna be hit on by the, the chocolate squirrel and that made little Debbie be complete like immediately pull out because that, no there's a that, child. Yeah, isn't that a child? Ugh That's a little <laughs> child. You can't do this. We live in a society. Uh, um but yes. Uh uh Yeah. I think people should watch Food Fight. Even though I would say it's a terrible, awful movie that literally compares uh fair competition to name brands uh Nazis. Like literally Nazis. Mm. <laughs> so ridiculous i can't believe it even exists i love it it's so it's so good i love it i hate it i love it
2: I for love some it. reason Dude. one of the villains as they're dying makes a joke about orgasming it's 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 a good movie oh, it's a oh, good it's movie. constantly it's yeah it's
0: relatable to the babbies in the theater <laughs> the temporary <laughs> orgasming character what theater <laughs>
2: Yeah, that's true. That's true. I wonder if didn't get a theater. The I wonder if Charlie Sheen' dog is still running.
0: I think it's down, unfortunately.
2: Rip. Good yeah, night, sweet. Rip it. Good night,
1: sweet prince. Uh, but oh, this, yes. this movie had both Hillary and Haley Duff. I know. Oh my god! It's, they they got all the Duffs. A Duff-a-palooza. <laughs> Uh Patrick Duffy. I got Duff Man. (laughs) I got. We run out of Duffs. (laughs) I'm yeah, I'm all out of Duffs.
0: Duff beer. Okay, let's just move on. Uh, Yes. So, uh, thank you for listening to another episode of Toontown Public Works, where we try to find things that are called Duff. We're good at segues, too. <laughs> yes. Uh, so, the next prompt. Next prompt. What's going to be the next prompt?
2: I'm going to uh... set this
0: one out? <laughs> okay. How about this? What is your favorite animated movie or cartoon show that is typically, that was marketed typically towards women?
2: Huh. That's something.
0: Yes. You know what? So there's been a... There, there, I, 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 I'm not for the gendering of things, usually, really. Uh, But there are definitely things that are made for a woman audience, especially nowadays, that just really kick ass. And I think it's worth, like, highlighting the best ones of those. So, yes. That's our next prompt. Okay. Uh so let's see here let's go through all the stuff we do at the end of the show well first off we're gonna thank alex for alex and a key for a key for being our lovely editors and basically making this thing freaking work so thank
2: you we cannot do much. it without them and we very much appreciate their help and uh hey uh where can we
1: f- where can they find us uh casey uh, well, if they go to ToontownPublicWorks.com, they can find our website uh, where we'll have, uh, we'll have all of the cartoons that we watched today and all of our show notes. And uh, if they want to locate us on social media, we have Twitter at Toontown Public, I believe, is the Twitter... Uh, what's our email address again? It's Toontown Public at Gmail dot com, right? That is correct, and that's where you can sp- uh, respond to our
0: prompts either on our Twitter page, where we do a tweet. Uh, make sure you include the hashtag toontownprompt. Prompt. Uh, and uh, we we're... also have our email, which is yeah, the Toontown Public at gmail.com.
1: Yeah, we're on we're on LiveJournal and LinkedIn. We're on MySpace. We're on MySpace. We're on we're Tinder. On, we're on Live Leak. We're on You can date uh, uh, us the Grindr. entire podcast. We're, we're on Ashley Madison. <laughs> <laughs> we're on
0: iCarly next week. <laughs> uh. uh
1: uh yeah, you can <laughs> uh, let's see. <laughs> uh and uh our Patreon, did we mention the Patreon yet? We did not. Uh, Patreon.com slash TTPW. Tango, Tango. Uh, I don't remember the rest of the NATO alphabet. I forgot it. Theta. Uh, <laughs> that is not it. <laughs> but, sure. Ulu. P- Ulu. Potato chips. Potato chips. <laughs> <laughs> tango, Tango, Potato, potato, chips. potato chips. Uh. Watermelon, Watermelon. I guess. Potato chips and watermelon. That's a summer lunch.
0: Just think of Toontown potato Uh, chips, watermelon. You'll remember (laughs) our URL super well.
1: Our URL. Uh, what else is there? Nothing. That's it. That's it. So with that, That that's completely
2: it. I. That's all,
1: I'm Casey the dog.
2: I'm Cirque the cat.
1: And this has been Toontown.
2: To
0: town Public Works, and these cartoons happen.